Welcome to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast. I'm Dr. Shirley North, and with over a decade of clinical expertise in the areas of pelvic floor conditions, lymphatic conditions, and chronic neurological diseases, I have a wealth of medical knowledge that I want to share with you all. In this podcast, I will answer the most common questions I receive from clients, family members, and fellow clinicians. Our purpose is not only to answer questions, but to educate you so you can make the best decision for your optimal health. This podcast is a perfect to listen on your way home from work, while you're on your daily walk, or just taking 15 to 20 minutes for yourself. Again, welcome to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast and get ready for us to guide you to optimal health. Hello and welcome back for previous listeners and welcome any new listeners out there. Last episode I did was right before November and so now we're in the heat of November and well, not really heat here in Northern Virginia, it's getting a little chilly, um, but it is all about Movember and so last episode in this episode, we're really focusing on men's health. Or for those that identify as male, or for those that have male genitalia. My goal with these podcasts are to really educate guys out there that, number one, you're not alone if you have any of these pelvic floor issues. And number two, to really encourage you to talk to a provider about it so you can get the relief and be pain-free and not have those symptoms either as much or at all. So the last episode, we talked a lot about really basic information. This episode, we want to dive a little bit deeper of, okay, so you're a guy, do you even have a pelvic floor? (laughs) Do I need a pelvic floor therapist? The answer is yes and yes. (laughs) All right. So let's just kind of go through like a case scenario. All right. So here's a guy who's in his mid to late 40s, early 50s, and has realized over the last like six months or so that the flow of urine just isn't quite the same. He's having some low back pain. Um, and, you know, he works out maybe, you know, occasionally. He takes his dog for a walk every day. Um, that's pretty much his consistent exercise. He works at a computer and he has, you know, a small family that um, he helps take care of and provides for. And he also is starting to see that um, his wife or partner um, is just getting more dissatisfied in the bedroom because we're not able to have as full of an erection or they might be complaining of some pain with sexual activities and penetration uh, vaginally. And, you know, more times than not, he's finding himself constipated. So I just laid out a pretty generic client, right? (laughs) Okay, that is a, you know, 80% of things that are happening out there. Not a real statistic, by the way. But for the most part, these are a lot of my clients. Um, you know, they're working professionals, they maybe have a small family, um, they are, you know, middle age, um, and their body's starting to change on them. Well, for 
But for females, we're used to our body changing, I don't know, every month, right? So we tend to accept that change and we tend to or ask more about like what's going on with my body because it's changing all the time. But for guys, they're not really used to that. They don't have that monthly hormonal changes like females do. They had it like during puberty. And then after that, they have their midlife. And then it just kind of goes, quote unquote, downhill from there. Well, normal part of aging does not mean I'm going to sit there and urinate all the time. I'm going to be constipated or have diarrhea all the time. And uh, I'm just not going to have sex anymore because I just can't get my dick up. Like, that's not okay. That's not the normal part of aging. So the clinical scenario that I'm pointing out for you guys is a perfect place to start and to go see a pelvic floor therapist. With the things I mentioned, some of those yellow flags there are, hmm, there's low back pain. There's also maybe pretty sedentary lifestyle in terms of most of my hours are, or most of the hours of the day that client is spending sitting um, at work at a computer desk. If they're in, you know, a busy metropolitan area like Northern Virginia here, you're in traffic, right? So your workday is really from morning commute to evening commute. And if you have a small family, you're also probably commuting kids to or from everywhere, right? So most of your day is sitting. And then you probably get home and you sit to just decompress from work and you're still sitting. Um, we don't really work out that much. Our biggest workout is when we taking the dog for a daily walk, which is, you know, good. It's good to do that. Um, but not the end all be all. Um, I tend to find that male anatomy and male fascia and soft tissue tends to be a little bit tighter. Um, we're not as flexible as a female counterpart. And so oftentimes, I actually did it the other day, I just prescribed a very general, but yet individualized stretching program for a client of mine, a male client who has pelvic floor issues. And we were really trying to treat the big picture first, the low back pain, the hip mobility or lack thereof that flexibility that's lacking and oh my god we open things up we're able to relax and down train some of that fascial tightness from the hips from the butt from the low back and wow yeah my pelvic floor issues aren't as bad or they went away i'm not saying that's it for everybody but more times than not we have to get that big picture so that's a yellow flag of there's low back pain correlating with some pelvic dysfunctions there. Um, the urine stream of kind of not going out the way that it normally did, well, that's a yellow flag of what's going on there. Is it positional related? Is it my pelvic floor? Muscles are really tight and clamping down. Or is it something that we need to go seek, maybe a PCA? Or go to a urologist to check out what our prostate is doing around that urethra. So just a quick anatomy lesson. There's your bladder. And then there's a hose like the urethra that goes from the bladder through the shaft of the penis and out your urine goes. Right after the bladder though, in that junction between the bladder and the urethra is your prostate. And it's like a 
donut and in the hole of the donut is the urethra. So if that donut is getting bigger, 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 it's kind of clamping down that hole. It's clamping down that urethra on top of what the urethral sphincters are already doing. So if you have an enlarged prostate, more than likely you're going to have a urine flow issue. So if we are starting to see that at a typical younger age, we want to get that checked out. When this client scenario mentioned, you know, they're getting more constipating than not. Again, I would also be inquiring what's the hydration like? What's their diet like? Um, what's the position when they're sitting on the toilet to have a bowel movement? Are they bearing down correctly? Are there hemorrhoids we need to deal with medically? You know, all of those, the, the posture and position of how they're sitting all day long and how things might get shortened up. Um, and tighten down may affect how we're able to have a bowel movement. Um, so those are areas of consideration. And then also the third big, you know, area is that sexual dysfunction of, yeah, my, you know, partner is getting dissatisfied in the bedroom. Either I'm having pain or they're having pain uh, or I just can't get erect as much as I used to or as hard as I used to. Well, that is a big indicator of a possible blood flow issue that could also be, you know, but where is that blood flow issue coming from? Is that coming from a cardiac issue that we need to get addressed? Is that coming from really tight muscles and fascia kind of clamping down or impinging that blood flow? So absolutely, a pelvic floor therapist can address all of these issues. Okay, guys, all of these. And for you to be able to be empowered to discuss these things to a pelvic floor therapist is paramount. Also, to go to your primary care, to go to a urologist, uh, if you need maybe a cardiologist, depending on blood flow issues, um, you might need to go to a, um, a colon specialist if it is a um, rectal or colon issue. So I saw this amazing reel the other day of how um, oftentimes we overgeneralize the pelvic floor area. We just think it's just muscles and that's all that we're dealing with. No, a pelvic floor therapist within the male anatomy, which is our focus for this podcast, can absolutely, the pelvic area is not just the pelvic floor. And by the way, guys, you have muscles and pelvic floor too. It is not just a female thing. Actually, there is a very small difference between a male anatomy and a female anatomy when it comes at the muscular level only. The muscle that uh, creates the labia majora area, the labia minora area, that what we call the introitus on a female, and like the entry point of the vagina, is the same thing as uh, that turns into the base of the penis, okay? But you guys have external muscular layer, you have an internal muscular layer, and you have fascia that's in between that is helping support these muscles and support your organs. It also has joints. There are joints in the front in the pubic area, and there are joints in the back and the sacrum and the low back connection and also how it connects to the hip joint. There are ligaments and tendons 
and muscles of the low back and of the hips that connect to this area. So when someone has low back pain, I always, always ask the questions with with pelvic floor dysfunctions. Have you noticed any changes in your urine output? Have you noticed any changes in your bowels? Like consistency, frequency. Have you noticed any changes in your sexual function? Like getting an erection. Like being able to do your Kegel. Because yes, you can do that. For guys, doing a Kegel is... The cues that I use are either lifting your penis up towards your stomach or bringing that turtleneck in. Okay. Another cue is if you are urinating, if you can stop the flow in urination voluntarily and then release, that contraction that you just did is a Kegel. Okay. So it's not just a female thing, guys. (laughs) So we want to empower that a pelvic floor therapist treats men as well. Now, for those public floor therapists that only do females, they have their reasons, guys, okay? So we also have to make sure that we approach an appointment in a professional way. There are more female pelvic floor therapists out there than there are male pelvic floor therapists, and then also you getting into the other um, sexual, you know, orientation therapists or those that are comfortable with treating those. There is a very private and a very personal space that we need to be able to discuss professionally and be able to treat professionally. So yes, me being a female provider treating in the opposite sex, even when I treat the same sex, I have to make sure there is a boundary and a comfort level for both you and I. And so, yes, has there been times where something is triggered, an emotional reaction or a physical reaction to a certain treatment? Yes, and we stop at that point and we give it a rest, okay? Um, So I'm telling you this to be serious, Um, And then also to make sure that you understand what you're walking into for a pelvic floor uh, therapy session with that assessment. It may have some external pieces like looking at your low back, looking at your hips, looking at the joints, the muscles, all that stuff, but also external tissue. So being able to appropriately drape and cover the soft tissue like the penis and testes, we don't need to deal with that. Um, So we properly drape those areas because your pelvic floor muscles are underneath that. Um, And so that's what we're talking about external. And because you don't have a vagina, we have to do an internal assessment rectally. So that is often with a gloved finger and some lubricant and and a position relief for you, whether it's um, lying on your belly, lying on your side. Um, And then depending on what we're treating, we may also treat Um, on your back, or even like on all fours, or even in standing. Okay, so there are different positions that your pelvic floor therapist might want you to get in to appropriately assess and to treat. Okay, we are a moving dynamic structure, so we can't just always assess and treat lying down, (laughs) right? So we have to treat in standing, we have to treat on all fours. 
we have to ask our positional questions. So let's say if it is a sexual issue, like it's hard to keep an erection when you're in a certain position, we have to understand that position, what's going on biomechanically, so that way we can help solve that for you. So really basic um, episode. Feel free to check out the other episode I have with the basics of men's pelvic health. I just wanted to address a little bit more here that, yes, if you have any of those kind of issues um, or any questions about it, you may not have it right now, may not be as much, but you just have a question about it, please feel free to ask, right? Ask your prior, your primary care. Seek out a local pelvic floor therapist. It is a growing industry right now, which is fantastic, but we want to also give a shout out to you guys that you also have a pelvis, you also have a pelvic floor, you also have possible issues that may arise at different times of your life that you need to get those addressed. Just like how you get that addressed for like a shoulder issue or a heart or lung issue, your pelvis is also there. It is filled with joints, ligaments, blood flow, nerves, muscles, and organs that all need to be addressed. And so it isn't just a general thing. You need to be able to look at the structure as a whole and then to address that with your doctors and with your pelvic floor therapist and then that way each of us has our specialty so like you're not going to go to um, a heart doctor for an ear issue right like those are two different organs the same thing for a bladder and bowel and erectile issue you're not going to go to just one person for all of that right you want to go to the specialist and so a pelvic floor therapist specializes in that entire area and then can help screen out is this an organ issue this is the provider you need to go to we're like the bouncer right we try to help give that resource of it's not me maybe maybe it's outside of my scope of practice or me have done everything within my scope and we need to work together with the medical teammate. Um, so we are huge collaborators within this area, as you now know and see the whole scope of the pelvis. So I hope this helped shed some light there, guys. It is November. It is November. It is all about men's health, not just globally, but also in the pelvic floor space. So please reach out to a local pelvic floor therapist if you have any of those issues currently. Or if you have any questions about them, and that way we can help you or a loved one, um, you know, maximize their pelvic floor health. All right, guys, until next time, stay healthy out there. Thank you all so much for listening to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast. Continue to follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Shirley North. Check out my website at www.northstardpt.com or I encourage you to email me any other questions about these topics and it can be featured at a future podcast at snorth at northstardpt.com Again, thank you all so much and thank you for letting North Star Physical Therapy be your guiding light to your optimal health.